30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. With you every Saturday morning, this is the 9 o'clock hour open line hour. Anything you, the Arizona homeowner, wants to talk about regarding your house, home, castle, or cabin, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Text 411-923 or email info, I-N-F-O, at Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, on thehouse.com. Mike and Rick are already on the line, and we're going to get to them quick because this is for you, the Arizona homeowner. And this is the hour we leave it completely open to you, the dick, the listener, to dictate what topics we'll be covering. And then the 10 o'clock hour, we dive deep into one specific area of the home. And following our 2018 calendar, something we published for Rosie's 30th anniversary of broadcasting, uh, has the topic we'll be covering all month long. And the month of November has been financing. We've had Harold Perkins in. We've had... Uh, Homesada in talking about the digital uh, home maintenance and home finance that that application has. This week we've got our Tucson trifecta who's joining us on the broadcast. We're a realtor, a home inspector, and a finance guy. The three key industries to getting into a, a new home without going into the money pit. Our weekly to-do that comes in the third segment of this hour talks about slide-out shelves. It's the time that we've probably doing spending more time in the kitchen than any other time of the year. And slide-out shelves, you, they become pretty handy, and you can get spoiled pretty quick not having to pull everything out of that cabinet to get to the one dish that's in the back that you only use that one time of the year. And uh, we'll talk to how to do that install. Uh, next segment, the second segment, we've got our weekly giveaways. These are Suns tickets for uh, the, uh, against the Orlando Magic for Friday, November 30th. We'll do that next. But now, to the lines, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Mike, right. how may we help you? Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I have a question about manure. You have a question? Go ahead. Yes. Uh, the manure that you buy in the plastic bags at the local stores, how does that compare to the manure that's running uh, fresh out of the animal? <laughs> what? What are you trying to apply this on to, Mike? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, dig it in around my fruit trees. Got my girl out here in the back. That's pretty crappy, you know. Okay. It sounds like it, he's in Apache Junction. He's trying to put manure around his fruit trees, and he wants to know, do you get it from the store or straight from the animal? Well, straight from the animal, it hasn't really... Uh, you know, it, it takes time when we compost things, when we make manure. There's got to be uh, a lot of people always say, because what I do with our horse manure is I put it out in our orchard. And a lot of people say, yeah, and you've got to be careful. There's a lot of acids in it. Well, there, there really isn't. Um, and a horse, they only eat grass. It's because they're standing in a pen and they also go to the urinate. On top of uh, their manure, that's where the acid comes in. So if you get it out fresh, but to just put it out there without it being properly cooked, properly baked, and properly, you know, composted to do what it's to do, that takes time. So store-bought is definitely better than applying it straight from the animal. There's nothing wrong with doing it straight from the animal. It's just not going to be the effect you're hoping for. And if you've got 
a lot of land or a big project you're working on, there are landscape yards you can call and have bulk orders delivered so you're not having to load up 50 sacks into the back of your truck and then cut them out manually one at a time. You can have big bulk orders delivered from, uh, you know, just, just call around. There's a bunch of landscape yards out there. Let's go to Rick and see how we can help him at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you. Rick, go ahead. Yes, uh, I have a uh, Ocotillo fence that we just put up with about within the last month, and I'm wondering about watering it. How often or? Sure, and this is a live Ocotillo fence. You're not taking the... Uh... No, we bought Ocotillo panels, mm-hmm. and because we had some trespassers, so we decided we were going to put up the Ocotillo fence just to discourage it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great Western look, and uh, the nice thing about Ocotillo, they don't need a lot of water. If you've ever spent any time out wandering the desert or hiking around adventure and you've stumbled across an old cattle fence, a lot of the old cowboys that would use Ocotillos for you know their fence posts in a lot of areas, the stays in between the supports, those Ocotillos just sat there in the ground. A lot of them rooted without any water at all and took off they are a very hardy desert for their local area once it's established rick unless you're just wanting a specific green look i would i don't know that i'd water at all uh they're they're a desert native plant once it's established only apply where you need to i was going to say in october uh, after we had those the rainfall and the Ocotillo was so green. There were two plants I actually had to walk up. I thought they were fake, you know, because you see. It was so uh, green. They were so green. And I had to sit there and touch it. Well, carefully, of course. But, but yeah, Ocotillo, I don't think you really need to water them now because the, you know, the watering in October really has made them all sprout. Where'd you get the uh, the Ocotillo? Oh, okay. With Julie in the background. Um, uh, actually. No, was... I met Rick online. Oh, oh Rick. You buy oh, the... wait, Rick. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, they came from Douglas. They delivered them to us from Douglas to Tucson. And, uh, yeah, I was just wondering about the watering and if I didn't put fertilizer or anything on it. Yeah, your elevation change from Douglas to Tucson isn't going to uh, be so significant that uh, it, it's close enough to your backyard. You'll be just fine. There are citrus fertilizers that they do make. Uh, where in Tucson are you? Uh off of I-10 and Wilmont, you know. Yeah, so you're not too far from Savannah. You know, they have natural succulent fertilizer. Not natural, but I mean succulent fertilizers, cactus fertilizers. But, I mean, they, there's a reason they grow here in the wild is because it's, they're, it's what they were designed for. That's how God made them. And once you get it established, just go with it. And you can uh, you cut the water off again. If you want it really green, a little bit of extra water in those dry times will be critical, but not not necessary to keep them surviving. And even some of them, if they don't all make it, that's a you know those those Ocotillo stands will be there for years. Uh, if you missed the seven o'clock hour this Saturday morning, we had some guests in from Rim Training that specialize in uh, Rim stands for. Uh, Reactive, immediate medical training. 
for trauma situations, and we've put together, we're putting together a Rosie on the House listener uh, training session, if you're interested. We've had people from all over the state uh, email in, just email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com, and in the subject line, put RIM training. We'll add you to a mailing list, and we won't bother you anytime after this training is over. And it's uh, a couple of guys that have spent a lot of years in service and in medical industry. And what happens if you are, uh, even Scott had a perfect example. He moved a ladder at his home and he had a hammer on top and he's got a scar right over his eye. Thankfully, that didn't require any kind of trauma training, but accidents around the home happen. What do you do in those critical minutes before emergency services can arrive? Um, if you've got a, a blood leak, how long you have to stop that, the best way to stop that, taking care of uh, the situation on site so that you know the metal, medical team, when they arrive, it puts them in a better situation for saving that life. So we look forward to that. That will be December 6th, 15th, 15th on Saturday, December 15th. And I believe we have uh, room for up to 30, and we're at about 20 right now, if everyone that has emailed in can make it. So we've got room for 10 people. If you're interested, just email us at info. I-N-F-O at Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, on the house.com, and we'll see how we can uh, accommodate getting that in. Uh, it'll probably be somewhere in the central Phoenix area. Uh, location yet is to be determined, uh, but we'll, we'll coordinate all those details. Let's get to Rick at one 4348 That's one 888 for you. Uh, there he goes. Rick, welcome to the program. Hello? Yes, sir. Okay, sorry. Um, I have a question. I have a house in uh, Tucson built in 1961. It's uh, a 4-inch CMU construction with uh, about a uh, 312 dish roof, 2x8s, and there's no insulation in the house whatsoever. Um, I have aluminum sash windows. My question is, how, is there any way of figuring out how long it would take to recover savings if I were to uh, replace the windows and uh, somehow insulate the walls and ceiling? That is a great question, Rick. Um, but let me ask you a, a question first. What's your high summer sure. bills? Uh, well, we just use swamp cooling now. Um, and our electric bill is 130, 140 during the summer, and water bill, of course, is is up there because Tucson charges a, a, a fee, an extra fee for swamp cooling, uh, well, for extended or excessive water use. So, and how much is your water bill in the summer? Uh, for our house, it's approaching uh, sixty to eighty dollars. Sixty to eighty in the just summer. Just two of us living there. And if we take a VAP cooling out of that, you know, we're probably only saving 20 bucks there. So I'm going to add, you know, 130 for your electric, 20. You know, your high summer bill is 150 bucks. We can absolutely do the math calculations with building science and what we call home energy audits that weren't around uh, 20 years ago when I started. It was all just a guessing game. We'd say, well, 
generally speaking, you start with your windows and then you go attack this and that. Well, with an energy audit that uh, we can actually start doing the math calculations because we show up on site with a bunch of electronic equipment. We measure R ratings. We estimate what the new improvements would do and we can do those math calculations but i'm telling you you're at 150 you're never going to get that to zero we may save you 50 dollars and bring you down to 100 and if that's your high how many months that's going to take you know, three months over the summertime to recover you know a couple thousand dollars of improvements is going to take you a really long time but rick if your intent and this is a lot of people's is to beat the man and not pay one extra penny than you have to on your utility or electric bill and your intent is comfort maybe you're looking to get away from evap cooling and go to a central system that uh, you know will get you through those wet humid seasons that nobody likes to run their swamp cooler in usually around the june time you know we can make all of these very affordable i uh, I'm guessing a 1960s home were probably less than 1,200 square feet, in which case a mini-split air conditioning system just in the bedroom might be a great answer, running it off-peak uh, during your for sleeping. So there's a lot of options. Hang tight. There's a lot more with your home that we can walk through. And we've also got Jason who wants to talk about electrical circuit breakers. We'll see if we can't get the mighty electrician on the line as well. That is one thing we're not great at here is electrical work. But we don't claim to be the expert at everything. We just work with the best of the best, and we'll see if we can get one of our experts online to help you. At one 767 4348 if you'd like to join the conversation. If you're out car shopping this weekend, no, Black Friday started earlier. It's early at Sanderson Ford. Their Black Friday savings started a whole week early. So today you can go out and take advantage of incredible savings and, of course, worry about the hassle-free environment at Sanderson Ford. That is the one thing that, we just continue to preach about the user experience, the customer experience at Sanderson Ford. You don't have to worry about uh, not getting your car keys back from the sales manager when they go, quote, give you an estimate on your trade in. A lot of the tactics that they have used in the past at other dealers, never at Sanderson Ford, is you have one person that in, that judges by the person's frustration on when to give the keys back. The whole time the salesman's pressuring you into buying this new vehicle, you don't have to worry about that at Sanderson Ford. You can even shop online and then go pick it up or shop online and they'll deliver it. Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale, but remember, always closed on Sundays. On a beautiful Saturday morning. You're tuned in to Rosie on the House. The 9 o'clock hour is when we cover everything you need to know. or well, It's open line hour. Anything you want to talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin. 9.20, uh, this is the second segment where we give away uh, any kind of promotion if we have one. Our Flagship station KTAR has uh, put two Phoenix Suns tickets for the Suns versus Orlando Magic Friday, November 30th, 7 o'clock. It's not first pitch. What do you do? How do you start basketball? Is that the tip-off? Tip-off. Tip-off. Tip-off's at 7 o'clock. These are 
section 103, row 17, seats 6 and 5. So uh, we do that on text if you've uh it keeps the phone lines open for people that want to call in and ask questions about their house home castler cabin so the text number is 411923 and you have to know the answer to this question last week it was about the winning winning run uh off of our home maintenance calendar i'm trying to get to my screen (laughs) and this uh this week who are we receiving an award from and if you have our home maintenance calendar you can if you don't have one you can just request one we'll send it to you free of charge our <laughs> our last wave um we've got a redesign issue uh this is the first time it's come up but on the back of the calendar we've got our po box number uh and the postal service delivered to the po instead of the labeled address we put on there so we're going to have to figure out a, a design to keep that from happening. So everyone that was expecting to get one last week know that they'll go out again this week because uh, they, they were delivered to the wrong location. But who are we receiving an award from? And that's you can find that in the home maintenance calendar at Rosie on the House. There's a digital copy at rosieonthehouse.com. Just mouse over the homeowner resources, select calendar, and you can see it there. All right answers. Uh, received at 411923 via text between now and the end of the broadcast. We will uh, pick a random winner, and we'll, then we'll verify that that's somebody that hasn't received a promotion from Rosie on the House in the last 12 months, and we'll drop these tickets in the mail to you before we walk out of the studio here at 11 o'clock. Susan is next on the line, wants to talk about a heat pump. Welcome. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, we're in the market for a uh, heat pump slash air conditioner. It's the one we have is 40-plus years old. We're relatively new homeowners out here. Uh, I want to know what brand do you think uh, will be the lo- last the longest? The prices that we're getting are pretty consistent. And have you ever heard of something, some sort of light that, you, that shines on the coils that keeps, makes them last longer? Yes. So th- those are a lot of questions here. This And let me back up. You said on my screen it says the house is four years old, but I think from what I understand you've only been in the house four years. The how the home itself is closer to 40 years old. Is that correct? It's in, The house is 40 years old. We've only been in the house less than a year, actually. The air conditioning system is as old as the house. You, okay, so the, there's a 40-year-old home, and how big is this home? It's about 1,200 square feet. Okay, so we're not going to need a big unit, but there's a good chance we're going to need new ductwork. The air conditioning uh, 40 years ago is a lot different than the air conditioning today, and moving the airflow is just as critical as the equipment we use. Now, what you're going to want on all these estimates, are they giving manual J calculations? Are they doing the correct uh, procedure to design the new system for your home? Or are they just coming in and... Go ahead. They're just coming in and bidding, saying this is what you need for a new unit. Okay. Well, hang tight. We're going to continue this conversation after the bottom of the hour news. There's a lot of things we can do. One of those is stop the clock. Can't do that. So we'll be back after news and talk through the proper way to size a new air conditioning unit when we're putting it on a home that's 40 years old the correct equipment to use and then she asked about this light that's supposed to make the coils last longer we'll talk about that here at rosie on the house 
Thank you for sticking with us as we work our way through that open line hour. If you'd like to join the conversation, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE4U. We're in the middle of helping Susan through deciding the correct course of action for a new air conditioning system on a 40-year-old home. It's about 1,200 square feet. And you said you're in the Tucson area? No, we are in Sun City West. Sun City West. Okay, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a 1,200-square-foot home. Yep. You're on APS? Yes, unfortunately, I am. <laughs> and you said you've been there a year. What What was your high summer bill? About $400 a month. During, during the summer heat? Yes. Well, you, you'll feel better when you... Learned that uh, you're actually uh, lower than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm guessing my house is a lot smaller, too. <laughs> oh, only by about 800 feet. It's not, not a huge <laughs> difference. Um, but here's, here's what we need to do. With the advancement in the last 20 years, we used to always calculate square footage and tonnage of air conditioning equipment based on square foot of the home. So somebody would look at this and say, okay, it's a 1,200 square foot home. We need one ton for 400 square feet, and you need a three-ton unit. That worked for a lot of years, but so many of our air conditioning systems in Arizona are over-tonnaged. And what happens is the air conditioning unit will kick on, and it'll run really fast and blow a lot of cold air, and it'll hit that thermostat really quick and say, okay, we're back up to 78 degrees, shut it off. Well, the home really didn't get back to 78. That cold air was just coming out so fast and it got to the thermostat so quick that it shut the unit back off. So then instead of cooling the whole home, all the air volume in the home down, it only cooled maybe 25, 30%, and really the ambient air temperature is closer to 80. So really quick, the air conditioning unit kicks back on. And what gets you and why it runs up your utility bills is during that on-peak time, you're charged for the most energy you've consumed. And that startup time for those compressors draws a lot of electricity. Once they're running, Running that unit doesn't cost nearly as much as it cost to start it. So all those, all that time that air conditioning unit is kicked on four, five, six times in an hour, if it had just kicked on once and ran for a half hour, it would have cost you a lot less. So we want to make sure that we've got a properly sized air conditioning system for your home. And now we've got variable speed. We never had variable speeds before. So it can run as a three and a half ton or a five ton. It can run at multiple different speeds. And most of our air conditioning contractors will tell you, ask Brand, will say that Train is really the industry leader right now. Train American Standard. It's basically under, under the same roof and the same assembly line. It's just different names on the equipment. And Train is set up for an incredible distribution. You can get parts uh, at numerous locations. A lot of equipment, um, when you get into other brand names, don't have nearly the distribution outlet. So you may be 
subject at the part you need part at the point you need parts replaced or repair work. You know, we may not have a part in town or it's so far away you can't get to it till the next day. Well, if you've been in Arizona in the summertime, you know, without air conditioning, minutes count <laughs> and comfort counts. So having uh, the distribution chain for repair work as we get 15 years into this new investment is going to come in critical. But the most important thing in getting all of this design is going into a manual J calculation where they take into account the size of the ductwork, the, the layout of the home, how many, where the return is, what the supply units are, what kind of dampers we have. All these things come into factor, and through this equation, it'll then give us what tonnage we need. Once we have the ton we need to cool the home, then we can pick the right brand for you and you had mentioned lights on coils i don't know about anything to make coils last longer but there are a lot of companies that are putting in infrared lights into the duct system with the install of a new air unit to help the air quality inside the home i'm not familiar with anything light related that's supposed to make the coils last longer i've we've tried to get a hold of a couple of our HVAC technicians this morning and we're uh, Julia's busy on the line to see if there's something new in the technology that we're missing but I I'm not familiar with that one only as a air quality not as a make your coils last longer and I I don't think there's anything like that that would help because the coils are copper and light on the coils isn't going to make copper last any longer that was kind of my take on it. You know, they were talking about rust and all this, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know, this doesn't sound right. So that's why one of the reasons I was calling this morning, it just didn't sound right to me. You've got a 40-year-old so, air conditioning unit now. Go look at the coils mm -hmm. and tell me if you see any rust on it. <laughs> yeah, the, it's pretty bad. But I, So I should be able to – so I, I my – Price isn't going to be my decision, but is that really all I need to do? Just have somebody come in and say, okay, now I want to do you to do a manual J calculation? That's it. Okay. And that's okay. what I would ask the air conditioning contractors. Will you provide me a manual J calculation on this estimate? If they say no, well, okay, thanks anyway, and go to the next one. And you said you're new to the home. Are you new to Arizona? Well, yes, we are. We and are how did you find Rosie on the house? Well, I have a friend that's listened to you since you went on the air, and she said, I talked to her, and she said, you have got to call Rosie on the house and see what they tell you. Well, tell your friend thank you from everyone here at Rosie on the House. We appreciate it. And you can go to rosieonthehouse.com, and in the Certified Partners, you can click Find a Service Contractor in your area, and if you type in Sun City, um, I'm only doing this because I don't know Pro Solutions Air off the top of my head. They're located right there in Surprise near you at 623-232-8425. And the way our search engine works for our certified contractors is it shows you by geolocation the closest to your area. A lot of our guys travel valley-wide, travel statewide. When it comes into the type of service that you might need an emergency call out for, though, obviously the closer the better for response time for a lot of our guys that are mom pop. You, we do have some bigger companies like Rius that have technicians. You know, they've got 30 technicians scattered all over the valley. So office location isn't critical there. But, you know, we've got great guys, like I said, Pro Solutions Air, the Wade family, Donald and 
uh, his wife run a, a nice small pop. Night Air Conditioning is the next one. You know, Chuck and his daughter Carissa have a great small operation. Uh, you've got Integrity Air Conditioning, Brian and Jamie. You've got, uh, we mentioned Rias earlier, Jeff Carmichael. Uh, he lives way out in the Southeast Valley, but their office is located in Central Phoenix. Isley's another one. So you know, we, we've got a lot of great guys there that can cover you and be there uh, for you as fast as you can. And any of them, you, as part of being a Rosie on the House certified partner in the HVAC industry, requires manual J calculations on proposals. So we make sure we're sizing it right for your specific home, lifestyle, and make sure we get you the best investment for your air conditioning and mechanical equipment because without it, Arizona is not a six million uh, populated. <laughs> There's not six million people in Arizona without air conditioning. Let's go. Uh, and uh, if your friend didn't tell you, everyone in on Rosie on the house, all contractors are required at least five years in business before. They can even apply. They've all signed a complaint resolution policy. They all signed a code of ethics that they adhere to. And we have a third party, Guild Quality, that we do all of our customer surveys and reviews through any of the other, quote, referral network services out there. All the reviews you see on there are done, are owned by that review company, whether it's, you know, Google or Yelp or, you know, continue down the line. Well, our reviews all come from the guild quality, so we can't touch them. What's on there is what's really being said, and there's no way to control what goes up there and what doesn't go up there. And they're all still five-star. That's the confidence we have in our screening process and in the network and the guys that are on there. They're local, and they care, and they're, they're there to help be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Welcome to Arizona, Susan. Anything else, just give us a call back. And uh, if you get a couple estimates together after a manual J calculation and you want to talk through some of the options we have and maybe which one's right for you, give us a call back. Let's go to Ryan and see how we can help power wash uh, his patio. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, yeah, so I just uh, purchased a place in uh central phoenix and it's got a uh old uh brick kind of courtyard before you get into the house i think the place was built in the 60s i want to say maybe even earlier um i don't know if it's been uh been washed since then um so i don't know if like power washing it is the best way to go i've heard that with bricks sometimes that's not a good idea well i'd for all building materials, water is our biggest enemy. And what you're risking with uh, how, how water attacks cement-based materials is it starts creating efflorescence as water passes through and evaporates through concrete materials, brick, uh, CMUs, concrete slabs, whatever the case. As the water evaporates, you start to see white buildup, and that's the salts that it's carried to the surface, and obviously the salts don't evaporate, so they start building up this white chalky powder, and it's called efflorescence. But that takes years of, and, and a heavy concentration of water to just go through and power wash the exterior of your brick home and let it dry from the sun, and you're going to be fine. The bigger thing you've got to worry about is making sure you don't get your wand so close that you start flaking away that brick material uh, and you have the right nozzle on it. I mean, you, you could put on 
a pinhead nozzle on a pressure washer and put it on the concrete, pull the trigger, and you'll see it start to break, uh, break the okay. material down. So make sure you've got a nice wide fan blade. I'd stay at least, uh, keep the wand at least six inches back and obviously start from the top and work your way to the bottom. Okay. So it, it is okay to, to do it then is what it sounds like? It is. Yeah, and okay. what you're going to notice is once you have it power washed and it's wet, and you said it's a red brick? It is a red brick, yeah. yeah. You're going to like the way it looks wet, and then when it dries out, a lot of that rich color is going to fade back to its natural color just from being, uh, you know, the exterior exposure of your home for years and years. But you can get to a Marvell masonry, and they've got uh, – a lot of coatings you can put on there, earth tones that would help keep it uh, a wetter look and give it a deeper, richer color if you want. The only thing to to know there is, you know, eventually you'll have to recoat it again and you'll have to recoat it again after probably 10, 15 years. So that, that, that's really just a personal preference. That is, uh, you know, we typically don't like to put anything on the home. Uh, that red brick exposure, you've seen it there for a lot of years. Uh, it, it hasn't needed anything. You put something on there, well, then you've just started a maintenance item if you want to keep it looking that way. So, again, personal preference, but you can get to a Marvell. And e even if you wanted to keep the look of the wet, but you didn't know which product or size, just go around to an area of the home that you don't see every day, do a little section, and test a few different uh, sealers to see which look you like, then pick the one from there. This hour has flown by. We were not able to get a hold of an electrician, so we'll get Jason in touch with a, an electrician. He had questions on circuit breakers, and that's the weak point uh, for me. I, it, it is. You, you would think it would be simple enough. Uh, all the other complications and that we have in our home, it's three wires, positive, negative, ground. But man, that's that is just something I have yet been able to designate to memory and work with enough to be comfortable taking much less giving advice on circuit breakers i'll tell you this if you trip a breaker make sure you push it all the way off before you push it all the way back on you can't just push it straight on you've got to completely throw it to the off and back to the on but we'll get jason in touch with uh, one of our electricians at rosie on the house off the broadcast uh to see how we can help him get whatever he's trying to tackle this weekend around his house home castler cabin done we've got a couple more calls we'll take here but the next hour, we've got an incredible team uh, that we've assembled. We've got Hopkins Finance, we've got Seal of Approval Home Inspection, and we've got Joel Realty all together with our Tucson trifecta to help you get into that perfect home, how to select the right finance guy, how to select the right realtor to find your home, how to get the right home inspector so you don't end up in a money pit type situation. That'll be coming up in the 10 o'clock hour here at Rosie on the House this Saturday morning. So if you have a question about moving into a new home, finding that perfect home, or you want to talk to a, uh, maybe you've had a home inspection recently on a home you're looking to move into, and you'd like to talk to another home inspector about what you received on that report. If you want a second opinion from a realtor or the best financing finance options for your home, that hour will be for you, and you can get on the line now at one 767 4348 here coming up 
right after top of the hour news at 10.06. We'll kick off our Tucson trifecta hour. Uh, we're going to Edo. Do I have that name correct? Eldo. Okay. Say it for me one more time. Eldo. Eldo. You got it right. E-L-D-O. All right. Welcome to the broadcast. I just have a quick question. I'm building a uh, ICF home up in northern Arizona, and we're on a sustainable building program where they want you to use used material. I found some two-and-a-half-inch polyfoam or polyiso foam insulation on Craigslist, but I can't find the R value on it. Okay. Is that something that you could email to us at info at rosieonthehouse.com? And we can see if we can track down a manufacturer. Um, you know, I, I, well, that's the thing. We don't have a manufacturer, so I was just trying to yeah. see if I get some idea before I committed myself to it. I, I, I've seen some that's, you know, they, like R7 per inch, R7 mm-hmm. to R8. I just wanted to kind of nail it down before I went forward sure. yeah that that will take me a little bit of research to do but i'm happy to do that um okay tell, i'll have my wife uh, email the information to you then tell me a little bit more about this uh project though sounds pretty interesting you said you're on a particular building program tell me more about that it's called sustainable building where you, they, you get credit for uh it's first of all it's energy efficient plus uh using you know recycled materials and who who is this program through? Coconino County Building Department. Okay. And where in where in Coconino is the home being built? It's in Parks. Nice. Right outside of Flagstaff. Yeah, very nice. Between Flagstaff and Williams. Well, the one, um, and I'm going to look into this because that sounds very interesting, and building with recycled material or, or repurposed material is a great concept, and it is catching on. The one... A little part of caution, I will. It sounds like you're already financed, so you're probably in good shape. We're in the building process. But for anyone listening, just know a lot of times new building practices and new techniques haven't quite caught up to the lending industry. There's a technology called geothermal cooling uh, that takes water lines that are built into the home's wall and ceiling structure that then go into this big underground reservoir of water that you have. And for the cost of cycling that water, which is like 12 bucks a month through an electrical pump, you could even hook up to a, a solar panel, uh, you know, and a battery. And, you know, it, it's a great system. And I think we're going to see geothermal cooling a lot in the future of our building. But a lending company will not give you a loan to buy a home in Arizona that doesn't have a HVAC central air conditioning system on it. So you could build this incredible home, but you could never sell it to somebody that needed a loan to buy the home. They would have to be able to buy it cash out of pocket. So the lending industry and the building industry aren't always moving at the same pace. And if you're not ever planning on selling the home and you can afford it cash out of pocket and you're not worried about being stuck in a situation where you need to sell the home and wait for a cash buyer, well, fine, go for it. Absolutely. But just be aware, a lot of, you know, make sure that this is something you can resell should you need to sell quick. It's Rosie on the house going into our Tucson trifecta hour next. If you'd like to talk lending, loans, real estate, 
888 767 4348. Get online now and we'll get you on the air quick starting next hour. <laughs> 